What's up, kids? What's up, Below the Belt listeners? The NFL is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season. Receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limit-time offer now. You heard it right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts plus you can make every game a big game with the same game parlays download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code BTB to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any week one game that's promo code BTB to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook official sports better partner of the NFL must be 21 and older New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What is up, thickies? Welcome to Below the Belt. It is Monday, Monday morning. It's a big fight week. We haven't had a big fight week in quite some time. The UFC is kind of laying low. They're giving us some fight nights, which is fine. They're just building up to the next pay-per-view. But this feels like a big fight week. Because not that chin, not because Barboza versus uh, Homeboy there. Jacazi. Jacazi, who I uh, love to watch fight. But as far as like crossover the mainstream, your big fight for this weekend is on Showtime pay-per-view. It's Jake Paul versus Woodley. It's finally here. And I'm stoked for it. And we are doing a Calabas fight companion. And uh, I think uh, we'll announce the team tomorrow officially, but I'll just give it to you now. It's uh, Rampage Jackson, Brian Callen, Josh Thompson, and myself will all be there for the Calabas Fight Campaign for Paul versus Woodley. It's going to be a fun one. So tune in that Sunday night. Yeah, man, it's a good, it's a solid card. You get Tommy Fury kicking it off. That Amanda Serrano is a monster. She's a minus 2000, so that should be fun uh jesus christ like it's all just huge favorites yeah tommy fury starting it off minus 1500 he's fighting a guy who should probably be working at costco um they have daniel dubois minus 2000 that's fun uh you have amanda serrano's minus 2000 and then the closest fight on the card is the main event jake paul minus 190 versus woodley plus 160 which is insane that jake paul is a favorite in this fight it's mind-blowing uh it makes sense but it's also very mind-blowing there's no way it stays at 190 there's no way uh we can get right into it you know i think this fight is predicated uh all on the the pressure and uh everything is just on woodley for jake paul there's you know for him this is his first i think it's fair to say this is his first legit test and that's why i would not bet on this fight i would not touch this freaking fight um i like money and i'm not gonna waste money on this because we don't really know where jake paul is at you know we saw what he did to nate robinson does that guy you know he won a dunk contest many moons ago and then decided to fight and got starched and was a meme for a solid two weeks which was fantastic um and then ben Askren 
you know, he was just there for the paycheck. He wasn't there to, to bring it to, to Jake Paul. So we haven't learned anything about Jake Paul. What we do know is uh, based off his sparring and his timing and his knockout power and his athleticism and his commitment to the sport of boxing, which says a lot. But we do not know. And I think this is the perfect step for Jake Paul to find out what he's all about. Is he for real or is he just a pretender, Ben? Because uh, those other ones, I think most most guys who are big, strong, and athletic and committed their lives to boxing and have the resources that he does could, could win those fights. Are they going to knock him out in the fashion that Jake Paul did? No, but they could probably win those fights. Against Woodley, who's a bona fide UFC Hall of Famer, uh, has beat the best of the best in the welterweight division, uh, regarded as one of the best welterweights of all time. Now you're talking. And listen, I know he's not a uh, striking expert, but Woodley's pretty damn good, dude. He's pretty good. And this whole main event breaks down to, and the pressure's on Woodley. And it all breaks down to, uh, is Woodley in the right frame of mind, and does he want to fight? Because if Woodley feels the pressure and he trained properly, which if you watch the All Access, which they did a great job, Showtime did a great job. If you watch that, it looks like he's taking it serious. So if Woodley wants to be in there and he realizes that the entire MMA community is banking on him getting rid of Jake Paul, because if Jake Paul loses, once he loses, all this stops, kids. All this cross-pollination, uh, the YouTubers fighting real fighters, all of it goes out the window. You're still going to have some Logan Paul stuff out there, and you know you have your shit shows and uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Vitor Belfort and stuff like that. But as far as the YouTubers fighting legit fighters, it all starts and stops with Jake Paul. It really does. So, I, again, I would not bet on this fight because we don't know where Woodley's at. And it, I think it's easy to say, you know, well, Woodley hasn't won a fight in how long and how many rounds he hasn't won a round in how long. I get that. But look at the guys. He's fighting the fucking tip of the spear guys in the welterweight division of the UFC. He's not fighting KSI. He's not fighting a Ben Askren who's there for a paycheck. He's not fighting Nate Robinson who has no business put on boxing gloves. He went on a shield against Vicente Luque, who's a monster, right? Might be fighting for a title next. Colby Cumpton's fighting for the title. Uh, second time fighting for the title. Gilbert Burns fought for the title. Kamaru Usman, the best welterweight of all time. You know, before that, he starts Darren Till in uh, Liverpool in front of his home. T- was that Liverpool? Or was that Dallas? Dallas looks like. Either way, beat the shot, Darren mm-hmm. Till, uh, Damian Maya, Wonderboy Thompson, uh, Wonderboy Robbie Lawler, Kelvin Gaslam. You know, he's done work. You know, this is, it's easy to say, well, you know, Woodley's kind of washed up. You know, he's not really the fighter he used to be. I guess you're based that off of something completely different than a, a, a guy with Jake Paul's skill set. You know, if, if Woodley fought anyone outside of the top 10 in the welterweight division, he'd probably starch him in the UFC. But that's not where he's at in his career. He's fighting the best of the best, and he lost. He lost. I'll give you that. But Jake Paul is not those guys. So just like going into the Ben Askren fight, this has nothing to do with me uh, and my relationship with Jake Paul and do I like him and stuff like that. I think what he's doing for the sport is fantastic. I think him shedding light on fighter pay is fantastic, demanding that everybody on his card gets uh, compensated correctly. All that's great. And there's nobody else with his notoriety and power that has ever, ever brought attention to a fighter pay like him. And maybe he's just doing it to fuck with Dana White. It's the biggest hole in Dana White's game, but that's fine. I don't care why he's doing it, but he's doing it. I think it's fantastic. That being said, dude, if 
the world is all good and everything's normal in the world and Woodley take this fight serious, he should beat Jake Paul. Unless Jake Paul's just this freak that we don't know about. And I don't he maybe he is. Maybe he is that freak that, you know, has been trained for three years and can beat a guy like Woodley. Maybe he is that guy. I'm not willing to put my money on it though. I'm not, man. It's too risky. But maybe he is. I would be I'm like is anybody in here gonna be surprised if he starts Woodley in the first round? I won't be surprised. But again, if the fight gods are working like they should and everything goes according to plan, Woodley should win this fight. The other thing is we don't know what Jake Paul's going to look like outside three to four rounds. I've seen Woodley outside three to four rounds. I've seen him in championship rounds. You know, he's fuck, he's been there, man. He The, the experience is on his side. Like, yeah, the experience is on Ben Askren's side. I get it. And I also uh, argued that for a while, too. I didn't know Ben Askren didn't want to win the fight. I didn't know he was just there for a paycheck. Woodley's not there just for a paycheck. Woodley's fighting career and potential to make even more money after this fight all is predicated on him winning this fight so if you don't take this serious if you didn't train for this fight then yeah it's over but i just i know woodley man it, it, I, I know he can feel the pressure on this fight and the mma community and the fight community is banking on him stopping this jake paul experiment not easy jake paul's bigger he hits harder um, you know, he's fast, he's young, he's foaming at the mouth, he has something to prove. This is Jake Paul's first real fight. Everything else prior to this was all a shit show. It was all a circus. This is his first real test. Like I said, I'm not willing to tell you guys who to bet on and to risk your money on because I don't fucking know. I have no idea if Jake Paul is this once-in-a-lifetime athlete who's going to fight a guy in Woodley who has, if you look on paper, has every resource to beat Jake Paul. But again, it's all in the mental space. I don't know where Woodley's at. Because that's the thing about Jake Paul. He has great timing, great footwork. He hits hard. He's young. And he has a lot to prove. And again, Jake Paul knows if he loses his fight, the one thing about this, there's an automatic rematch clause, which we'll all pay for and that's fine. But again, if he gets absolutely annihilated, this whole experiment's over. It's all over. And I, I don't really want to stop. I got to be honest. I think for the business that I'm in, in fight entertainment, it's better for uh, people like me in this space if Jake Paul were to win. It really is because Jake Paul beats him. What's next? And I did a, a podcast. I um, filled in for Osh, uh, Oshkosh, uh, who's the co-host on Flagrant 2 with uh, Andrew Schultz, my brother from another mother, Andrew Schultz, my New York brother. He was in town doing shows at the Orpheum, and the, his shows are insane, man. He shows up on Lowriders in Dallas. He showed up with the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. Like He's taking comedy another level. It's just insane what he's doing. But because of the hurricane, he couldn't get out of uh, L.A. yesterday, so he had to do his podcast here. So he did it from Thick Boy Studios, and I filled in. And he brought this fight up, and he goes, you know, if Jake were to get the, it beat Woodley, which they think he's going to, they go, if Jake beats uh, Woodley, you know, he the, the potential for uh, Nate Diaz, a Nick Diaz, a Conor McGregor, a Mike Perry, all that's possible. And I said, you guys are looking at this the wrong way. You're, you're throwing out all these UFC names. You got to realize Dana doesn't want Jake Paul to succeed. And the only way those other UFC fighters can play ball with Jake Paul is if Dana White takes a piece of the pie. So 
I think Dana would allow one of those guys, whether it's Connor, Nate, Nick, Diaz, maybe Mike Perry. Mike Perry's the we'll, we'll get to that. But with those other three huge names, the only way Dana would allow that fight to happen if they if he thinks that those guys could beat Jake Paul. If he has any doubt that those guys might lose, you're never going to see it. Because remember, Dana owns their rights and likeness. They can't do anything outside that UFC contract without the yes from Dana White. So he's the one who dictates really what's next for Jake Paul. If he is going to co- still, you know, continue to fight these UFC guys, it's it's all predicated on Dana. So I don't know. Do you want to bank on his future if Dana's giving you the okay? So see what's next for him, man. Take a little break from the fight chat because 2021 is here. And you know what also is here? Mental health. Mental health is finally a big topic. There's no reason to shy away from it anymore because so many people are struggling right now with all the COVID stuff going on. You need to talk to somebody. You got to quit talking to your friends. They're not professionals. That's where better help comes in. Therapy freaking helps, man. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy and you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help out. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see one on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast, Below the Belt, is brought to you by BetterHelp. And you guys get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash belt. That's BetterHelp.com slash belt. Hey man, are you crypto curious? This crypto thing, it gets confusing. Have you thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed? Coinbase is here to make learning and buying and selling super simple. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy to use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. The support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everybody. They offer uh, portfolio management and protection, learning resources, and mobile apps so you can uh, securely monitor your crypto all in one place. Millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify, just get started, or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. For limited time, new users can get $5 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash belt. Sign up at coinbase.com slash belt for $5 in free Bitcoin. The offer is limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's coinbase.com slash belt. I think there's also a reason why Tommy Fury is on the card. You know, he's talked a lot of shit about Tommy Fury fighting Tommy Fury. I know the haters go, oh, he, he needs to fight a boxer. Dude, he has three fucking fights. Uh, a guy at his level to fight Woodley is insane. It's insane. And it's eight three-minute rounds. I think Woodley asked for six two-minute rounds. It's eight three-minute rounds. Because I think Jake Paul's team's banking on Woodley getting tired. They're going based off his fights in the UFC where he hasn't won around in f- 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 forever. And when he gets t- tired and checks out of the fight, they're assuming Jake Paul's going to take over. Huge risk. Because we've never seen Jake Paul in later rounds. We've never seen Jake Paul get dropped. We've never seen if he has a fighter's heart. We have no idea how Jake's going to respond when he gets socked in the face by a guy like Woodley, who hits very, very hard and who's very, very athletic and has some great knockouts in the UFC. So we'll see, man. This is such a big step up for for, uh, Jake Paul. And if you were to beat Woodley, is Tommy Fury next? 
you know, he has a, I know he hasn't fought eight. I mean, dude, we looked at the his record of the caliber of opponents <laughs> fought last week. It's fucking embarrassing. Listen, I'm all about bringing a guy up slow, but Jesus Christ. The one guy was 11 and 120 <laughs> or some shit. The guy's, A, he's my favorite fighter yeah. of all time now, but B, uh, you, you got to shit or get off the pot. And this is that fight that we're going to find out what jake paul is all about we saw a little bit what logan paul is all about with the floyd fight he's no punk used his size one of the most exciting fight but you know with his experience did pretty fucking good passed the test now is he going to go on and beat legit boxers and fight guys who are you know 20 and you know around that you know in their prime no no no, no. he's not ready for that did pretty good against the best of all time so he passed that test and the, what he wants to do now i don't know but for, no matter what for jake and logan paul their story ends with them fighting each other you're going to get that i guarantee you down the road no matter even if jake it starts tonight whatever or i'm sorry on sunday whatever happens those two are going to fight and that's going to be the biggest payday each of them will ever make so you're going to get that in due time i can't wait though i cannot wait because it's so you know usually going to fights no matter who it is no matter who it is you can always kind of guess who's gonna win right it's a, in mma especially in boxing especially in boxing it, you know it's it's rare where you're like i don't know because boxing's a shit show in mma you kind of have an idea you kind of when john jones fights you kind of have an idea when francis fights you kind of have an idea you know you really do when, when kamaru usman fights we got an idea peter yan you know these these monsters brand moreno we kind of got it with this, I don't know. And that's what's so exciting about it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what happens. And I hope for Jake Paul's sake, I hope it goes past the third round and gets into those later rounds. And I hope he gets dropped and comes back and shows a fighter's heart and shows that he's meant to do this. And, you know, he, he does have all the tools to get it done and compete in the sport of professional boxing. I hope he passes all those tests because if he goes out there, and he starches Woodley in one punch like he did Askren. The haters go, ah, Woodley's just washed up. Woodley didn't want to be there. Woodley's just doing it for a payday. So Jake Paul's never going to get his worth. He's never going to get his due. That's fine. The haters are going to be haters. And I don't think he matters because you look at his bank account. I don't think he gives a flying fuck about that. But I think just for, he says he doesn't, but I, there has to be something about him that wants to pass this test of fighting. And I think he's going to get it in Woodley. And I hope he passed that test. I really do. It's going to be fun if he does. So, yeah, I can't fucking wait. There will be a Calabas fight campaign with Rampage Jackson, Brian Callen, Josh Thompson, myself this Sunday night for the big pay-per-view on Showtime. I'm also in La Jolla, uh, California, right outside San Diego at the Comedy Store this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All shows are almost sold out. Some are sold out. Uh, if we have to, we'll add another show on Thursday. So get your tickets right now at FATKZ.com or ThickBoy.com. And also, as far as merch goes, we have a drop with Built. Uh, the shirts you see me wearing, all, they're my favorite shirt of all time for big boys and just for regular dudes. It's the best fitting shirt you will ever have. And we're doing a collab with Thick Boy and Built, and those drop any day now. So I cannot freaking wait for that. The shirt you see me rocking. Decided to toss some thick boy logos on them uh, for for my fan base. So I think you guys would dig it. This weekend, caught the fights. Watched the fights last night when I got done uh, doing the flagrant two with Andrew Schultz um, because I was on stage in Los Angeles when the fights were going on. You know, 
decent fights. Weird main event. Uh, I'm sorry, co-main event with Mark Matson and Clay Guida. You know that Mark Matson who's a silver Olympic uh, uh, Greco. Uh, uh, medalist against Clay Guida. I think we knew that was going to be a decision, huh? Uh, it's weird to do that as a co-main event. Obviously, they're trying to build up that Mark Madison dude, and he's a monster, but um, we should have known that was going to be a, a decision. And then with Jared Cannonier, uh, who I think we have on Food Truck next week, Jared Cannonier and Kelvin Gaslam. For Kelvin, you know, there's a reason he's the underdog in this fight, but also uh, for Kelvin, it's tough, right? He's, he's lost five out of his last six. But you look at the five guys that he's lost to, the UFC's not going to cut him because he's fighting the tip of the fucking spare. Decision to Israel Adesanya, probably my favorite fight at middle uh, weight of all time. He lost a split decision to Darren Till. I actually thought he beat Darren Till. Uh, Jack Hermerson, uh, he lost uh, submission heel hook. Uh, Ian Heinish, finally fought a guy not in the top fucking five. Got to win there. Then he lost to Robert Whitaker, and then he's lost to Jared Cannonier, who's probably fighting for a title next. Or not. He's going to have to, because he, he needs to be more active. The thing about Jared Cannonier is, you know, he's had three fights in three years. And he got on the mic, and again, we, we bring up fighter pay here. He gets on the mic and goes, I, I need to fight because I'm broke. And Izzy and Robert Whitaker came out because, you know, in Australia, had someone got the flu and they shut the entire country down. And they're taking kids away from their parents. It's a fucking nightmare. Where to go, Australia? So those guys aren't going to fight for quite some time. So if you're Jared Cannonier and you are broke, you're going to have to take a fight, my man. You're going to have to take a fight against someone. You know, if Darren Till were able to get past Brunson, uh, that could be some, a potential fight for him. He goes, I'm broke, so I need to fight. Hopefully I get the title shot. The right name might make sense. Yes. Well, dude, you're gonna be waiting till mid next year if you want to. If you're broke, then dude, you're gonna be broke way longer. You're gonna be eating a cup of noodles to mid next year if you want. If you're waiting for the title shot, so you need to fight, my man. And he's a beast. Shit, he's fought at heavyweight, light heavyweight, and middleweight. <laughs> he's a monster. I'm excited to talk to him though. Hey, man, some of y'all going bald. I'm just going to be honest with you. Some of y'all losing your hair and you look like trash. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. You want to look like George Costanza? Well, keep it up, man. Don't do anything. Or my friends at Keeps are helping you keep your hair, man. Keep offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. All right? It's low-cost. Treatments start at just $10 per month. And Keeps offers generic versions of the best stuff. Discreet little package shows up at your door. Keeps has five-star reviews. A lot of five-star reviews. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act right now before you lose your hair. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash BTB. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash BTB to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash BTB. Arrest fights were all right. Nothing crazy. There's some great knockouts. The the prelims were way better than the main card. Way better. That freaking knockout, the spin wheel kick, was unreal. Unreal. Your boy Roosevelt Roberts got start. Great knockout. Highlight real knockout. Uh, then you had PFL 2. Kyla Harrison beat some girl up. Typical. You know, for her, this is her last deal with PFL. So if she wins this tournament, which she will, uh, she gets her million bucks, and then she has to decide if she wants to stay there and beat up really just these girls who nobody cares about and c- keep collecting a million dollars, or do you chase greatness and come on over to the UFC? It's just what it is, man. Just what it is. Name those playing in the CFL. Kevin, go. 
You don't know. <laughs> you don't. Can you know. name the best player in the NFL? You can name fucking twenty of them. That's the UFC. That's the UFC. I'll rip off a hundred names in the UFC right now. Guys, not even fighting for a title. I can't name a fucking CFL player. Why? Because we don't care. So for Kyla Harrison, you can sit back and beat up these girls in PFL, and God, I love it. You're a monster. You're the face of the PFL. Okay. You want to be the face of Skechers? You want to be the face of Nike? You know what I'm saying? Now you can sit there and collect that paycheck from Skechers all day long and not get touched in the face and beat up these girls, buy a huge crib and, you know, do your thing. That's fine. It's up to you. So I, th I think for her and listen, being an Olympian, stuff like that, I would be willing to bet she chases greatness and bet and banks on herself to get it done in the UFC. Because if you think you have fame now, when you get to the UFC, you start winning like this, bro, bro, sky is the limit. Sky's the freaking limit, girl. So I hope she comes over the UFC. Selfishly, I hope she comes over the UFC. What else you got, Jen? There was also a Manny Pacquiao and your Dennis Ugas fight, and Manny lost. This is a shame because, you know, Manny Pacquiao is supposed to fight Earl Spence, and now we're never going to see that. But um, Ugas is a monster, no doubt. But this is supposed to be uh, Earl Spence's coming out party, the casuals, when he, I think he would have knocked Manny Pacquiao out and got the finish. You know, so it's, it's just it's a shame that Manny Pacquiao's last fight was against this guy. Again, quality opponent. He's a stud, world champion. I get all that. But this is supposed to be Earl Spence's yep. night. Because of his eye, he couldn't get it done. So here we are. It's probably Manny Pacquiao's last fight, too. All right, so now we get Earl Spence versus Ugas. Okay. So this is what I saw, too. He, so he is considering retirement, and then he does. He doesn't want to say he, he blames anything, but he blames leg cramps. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. What else you got? <laughs> Um, there was also a Bellator 265. Czech Congo actually submitted Sergey Karatonov. Czech Congo, 67 years old. Yep. And he looks fantastic. Always jacked. Always stays juicy. Yeah, I think he's 47. That old? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's 47. You're right, 46? Damn. Yep. Beast. He looks amazing. Yeah, there was a BKFC as well. BKFC 20, that's when Alan Belcher came back, all jacked. And he decisioned Tony Lopez. I didn't even know that was going on this yeah. weekend. About last weekend. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so this is just this website's called Give Me Sport, and some of my friends sent me this. Uh, this guy apparently you some of your friends sent you this. Yeah, they're all super into this Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley thing. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know because you you're better at seeing this. So I guess this guy he does a YouTube channel that where he looks at boxing stuff, and, and he's does saying he know boxing. It seems like he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's saying, is, so this, is this to make Woodley or Jake look bad? Uh, this one's for Woodley. The next one, you'll see, uh, it's just, just fans saying stuff about smart. Jake. Okay, yeah. let's see it. So this is, I guess his translation is like, uh, Tyron Woodley's doing MMA things that w probably won't work in boxing. So I'll show you this a little well, actually, real quick. Now, how's this guy ever fought before? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about this guy. Powerful but, redhead. Yeah. But uh, you would know. So this like, is watch closely as Tyron Woodley, instead of having a closed boxing oh, guard, no. he has an open either, you know, MMA or Muay Thai guard. Now, I think it's really important to note because that's not going to be an ideal guard for boxing. 
when you're a guy like Tyron Woodley. That's all about footwork, my man. Well, Tyron Woodley doesn't have great footwork. He doesn't have great head movement. Oh, interesting. You've seen it, especially in the last couple of his fights in MMA. He's very stationary. So Mm. he plants himself in the ground. He doesn't use footwork to get out of the way. So for him, against a guy like Jake Paul, who's going to be able to have a lot of volume, he needs to have a good guard that can just sort of bounce straight shots off without him having to be manually deflecting them. Now, guys, why is his guard open, right? Why is he doing this? Well, there's a lot of reasons for it, right? Specifically, Muay Thai and MMA fighters will have an open guard and they'll focus on parrying. Why will they do that? That's because it allows them to clinch better. It allows them to grab their opponent better and then work from there. And the other reason is they don't have big gloves, right? So Muay Thai traditionally, you know, I know they use big gloves now, but traditionally they never use big gloves. And that's still very built into the the structure of how Muay Thai fighters fight. And MMA fighters obviously don't use big gloves at all. So they can't rely on a guard nearly as much as a boxer can. Another reason is MMA and Muay Thai are much more strenuous on the body than boxing is in the sense of like... So far, what are you thinking? It's... I don't know this guy's background. So this is... So usually I can listen to it. Roundhouse right and he he speaks well and it sounds like he knows what he's talking about the only thing is is to base this fight off a, a clip and spot he mentioned that too he goes, silly yeah, i know and then also it, it's okay to have that open like that open kind of stance depending on the distance it's all about distance mm. and to say F- woodley doesn't have footwork is insane that's what i thought you ever seen him fight wonder boy thompson do you ever see that fight mm. it's silly yeah, that's all I wanted to do. I, I mean, I, if you see that clip, yeah, you're like, oh, he's just going to be open like that. Yeah, you, you're going to think he's going to get hit by a big right hand from Jake Paul. So he did say, yeah, this is just sparring footage, so we're just going off of the sparring footage. Yeah. Uh, and this is uh, from Bloody Elbow. I guess a lot of fans are saying that this particular heavy bag work looks atrocious or bad, okay. which I thought, I don't see it looking that bad, but I'll show you. Let me see. Here we go. Anyone who wants to change the fight, very good. Push. Good. Push. 10 more seconds. All right, stop it. I've seen it now. Looks like at the end of training, and he's just doing conditioning. <laughs> that's all that is on a heavy bag. Does that look bad, though, even if it is? No. Okay. No. That's what but I it's also that. just conditioning on a heavy bag. This has nothing to do with his capabilities of fighting. Fans will reach like a motherfucker. Yeah. Sometimes they do. Those are two major reaches. Okay, so Canelo officially. Ooh, I love this. Yeah, Caleb Plant. I love this fight. I saw Caleb Plant in uh, Miami when I was working the Logan Paul fight, and I said, "Dude, Canelo next." He went, "I'm waiting on the contract, dog." It's a great fight. If you ever seen Caleb Plant fight, he's one of uh, he's the poster boy for Tennessee. He is a monster. Now, does he beat Canelo? Probably not. I think Canelo's pound for pound great, but that's a great fight. Fantastic fight. Cool. And so, when is that? It says November 6th on Canelo's Instagram. Love it. Uh, this is awesome, too. Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan, too, is booked. The rematch. In Abu Dhabi? Yeah, in uh, the Etihad Arena, not the Fight Island. The okay. Etihad. What's the rest of the card look like? It's a jacked card. It's uh, the Volkanovski. Volkanovski, Brian. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. In Abu Dhabi. Poor Brian. Let me double check. They're doing all that weird COVID shit. Yeah, it is that one. Here's the card so far. Is Shevchenko on there too? Yep. yep. Shevchenko, Lord Diaz. Moore. Uh, so you God damn, this thing's spectacular. You got Volkanovsky, Brian Ortega, Shevchenko, Lauren Murphy. Enjoy that, Lauren Murphy. You got Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler. Hell yes. Curtis Blaze, Rosenstruck. Great fight. Andrade, Calvillo. Great fight. Love Calvillo. Uh, Marlon Marais, uh, Marab. Marab. He's a monster. Great card. 
That's uh, when is that? September twenty fifth. Let me double check on this one though. What do you mean? No, no. So okay, so Aljamain is two sixty seven. This is two sixty six. My bad. Two sixty six is September twenty fifth. Ah, fuck! I'm what? in San Antonio. <laughs> I say that's the next fight campaign, but I'll be in San Antonio. Oh, okay. But this one is two sixty seven, October thirtieth, and this is Abu Dhabi. October thirtieth. Yeah, Abu Dhabi, Etihad Arena. Ooh, I'll be. We'll be doing a fight campaign for that. Yawn and Glover and potentially Yon Glover, Yuri. Aljamain Peter, Amon, Amanda, Rebus. your boy Jingling, yep. uh, Prince Kamzat. Kamzat, Walt Harris, Taito Avasa. Ooh, Makachev Dos Anjos. Yeah. Vokov, Tibera. Great card. All right. Cool. Yeah, UFC has been flying low. <laughs> UFC's flying low right now. Alexander Gustafson. That sucks. Yeah, he was supposed to fight Paul Craig been a on September fight. 4th, but he has an undisclosed injury, so that's not going to happen. They're that's not sure what bummer. they're going to do yet. That's been a good thing for Paul Craig. He yeah. needs that big signature win. Paul Craig is a monster. Monster submission, dude. Gustafson's the best light heavyweight of all time, not named John Jones or Daniel Cormier. If he was born just a few years later, he'd be your champ. Mm. Okay. Um, Dylan Dennis said that he had a... Or he, Michael Bisbing was offered like a really big boxing fight deal with Michael him. Michael Bisbing was? Michael Bisbing. This is what he says here. Bisbing versus Dylan Dennis? Yeah. Bisbing would beat the shit out of him. Yeah. He offers it made to Bisbing to box. Let's see if he mans up and takes it. And then I'll show you this right here. Oh, not that one. That'd be a bad fight for Dylan Dennis. And of course, Diego Sanchez chimed in. Uh, Gamebred Fighter, what's up? That no club that my Dundas thinks his BJ is fire. I'll put that fire out real quick with these bare knuckles. Was was up. Let's make some money. I think he put meant what's up. And then Dennis says, "I think that's deleted, but that's why you can't see it here." I don't go to jail for murder. Stay out of this little guy before you get hurt. I'd watch Dylan Dennis, Diego Sanchez punch each other in the face with no gloves. I think especially right now, they'd probably be the better matchup for both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Neither one of them wants a piece of Bisbee. That'd no. be a bad idea. Yeah, Bisbee even replied something like, you're just a troll. I would you know, destroy all yeah. that kind of stuff. Unless it was like 20 million or something for Bisbee. Uh, Bigfoot is back against Alec Nich- Alex Nicholson, who's also like a UFC vet uh, for Jorge Masvidal's fight show, whatever. God, why is Bigfoot still fighting? But the second one that he has on. Well, and he lost a ton in a row. Godspeed, Bigfoot. It's just, it's a bummer. Dan Hooker versus Nazrat Hakparast. And that's for the UFC 266 card. And this is Nazrat's record. That's on 266. He's killed mm-hmm. us, Drew Dober, right? That's a good fight. And uh, whatchamacallit? So you were talking about how the New Zealand's shutting down. Yeah. So I'm wondering if he does this fight and he has to come back again, he has I, to go through that crap all I know, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, this is pretty cool. Misha Tate and Caitlin Vieira. That's a great That's a headliner fight. Too. That's a fight night? Yeah, yeah. Headliner for a fight night. October 16th. Love it. Oh, this I thought was super cool. We haven't heard from Johnny Hendricks in forever, right? Didn't know he's still alive. <laughs> he's training Kevin Holland now for wrestling. Oh, that's cool. And Johnny Hendricks, he said he purposely kind of went out of the limelight to do his own thing. He became a cop in Texas. He's a police officer in Texas. Awesome. Yeah. That's him right what there. a great cop. He's the nicest guy <laughs> ever. And what a great cop. Yeah, full time. Because he's not going to stress out and shoot somebody on accident either. He, he does well under high pressure situations. And he can handle himself. No problem. combat yep. is ridiculous. What a great story, man. Yeah, we can love Holland. Johnny Hendricks. He's only 37. Yeah, I didn't know he was that young. He's a great guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and your, your boy uh, is in Texas too. 
They're oh yeah, both, yeah, they're both, both in Texas. Kevin yeah. Holland and uh, Johnny Hendricks mm-hmm. both in Texas. That's great. So Hendricks' manager, I guess, hooked him up together. Love it. Yeah. Well, this is from the past BKFC. It's just a cool knockout. I'll just show you. <laughs> Rewind that. Mm-hmm. Some thick boys. Super thick. He has basketball shorts on. Oh, going to the ground. Oof. It looks worse because his basketball. He has N one shorts on. Yeah. Both Gary and I saw this. It's some. I don't know. This is Russia. You think it's got to be somewhere Russia, right? So then, there's not much information on this, but these two guys are facing off to fight each other, and they just kind of would hit a whole straight up brawl during the face off. Why would he kick them? They're doing actual MMA. <laughs> The guy pushed him first, then kicks him. But he pushed and then kicked. Yeah. So he was ready to fight. Yeah. They're not hitting each other in the face. Now, if this is UFC, the fight would get canceled, but Russia's like, (laughs) who knows? Yeah. Good work, fellas. Indeed. Uh, This was an interesting quote I heard Darren Till talk about on Arrow's show. He'll take 55 losses if it means achieving greatness. That's, this is what he that's said. That's a fun quote. I will take 20 losses. I'll take 55 losses. I will take injury after injury, injury to get where I want to be. Here's the thing, Bubba. If you take 20 losses, you're going to be fighting in some pub in England. It's good to see guys like Charles Oliveira, Jan. It's good to see them type of guys do things that they're doing. Charles lost to Cowboy, and now he's a champion. I'm prepared to do whatever it takes uh, with me and my team. It's tough because... You know, when even the boss, Dana White, goes, yeah, we just pushed the guy too fast. He's, he's just not ready. He, he, he's not, he doesn't have the mental capacity to, to be champion. That's yeah, a tough hit if you're doing till. He does have the skill set, you know? He d- definitely has the skill set. So see what happens. But I, it, it, to say I'll take 55 losses, yeah, but you, you'll be champion of the pub, not in the UFC, man. Mm-hmm. You lose one more, it's going to get dicey, Boa. And he fights soon, right? September 4th, I think, or 6th? Not sure. Not 6th. 6th is a Monday. I think he fights uh, soon. He fights Brunson soon. September what? 4th, you're right. Yep. Okay. Uh, before I go to the next one, uh, Gary showed me this. You want to say something about it real quick? Yeah, basically, Khabib and Connor were, they almost crossed paths at a place in LA for dinner, and they almost fought each other. So I just played. This is from Logan Paul's podcast. Recent? Tonight, yeah. So I, my I was like, hey, can you uh, get on a table for my, my chef, Eric, plus, plus three? Didn't think anything of it, right? I don't know why he didn't say it. I, bro, I get, I get a text from the girl the next morning. She's like, yeah, yo, Eric showed up with Conor McGregor. Because <laughs> he was cooking for Conor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At his camp. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I don't know why I didn't make that connection. Like, yeah, okay, cool. She's like, yeah, Khabib was here 10 minutes, 10 minutes. before McGregor walked in. Yep. 10 minutes. Apparently, the staff was flipping the fuck out because Khabib was at They'd the be so stressed. And, and no one knew Conor was And it's on site with those right? two. And they fucking hate each other. There would have absolutely... Wait, they hate each other? Yeah, bro. Oh, bro, it's like... Who asked if they hate each other? I know, that's just them probably from messing that's around. That's a YouTuber thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do not like each other. The odds of that happening is pretty crazy. So this is from McDojo Life. Uh, this New Zealand fighter, well, she was coaching, or she was uh, doing a corner at an event with one of her fighters, and then I guess one of the ringside officials 
went against her fighter, so she walked down and punched him in the face. I'll oh, show wow. you real quick. Suspended up <laughs> punching official. She she went at him though. Watch it. It is see. frustrating. Where's she at? Right there. Boom. So she's a pro kickboxer and boxer. Yeah, that right hook was nasty. So she, they're cool now with them, the officials, because, you know, she was a heated moment. She apologized and everything. But she, she actually is from City Kickboxer, too, with Eugene Behrman. And they have indefinitely parted ways with her now because of this. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, what, what event is this at? Are they finding that's, a red roof in? Like, there's very little details on this. Yeah, I, I mean, when officials suck, I'm sure a lot of people feel like doing that, but you just can't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a girl right there. Yeah, not anymore. What else you got, Jen? Speaking of Jared Cannonier and the payment thing, did you watch Chad Mendes on Joe Rogan's podcast? Nope. Didn't? Okay. He mentioned something pretty cool, like if someone could develop an insurance thing for fighters, you know, because sometimes fighter, other people, you have this whole training camp, you pay everyone, but then you're your opponent pulls out yeah you lose all that money yeah so if someone had an insurance company for fighters to do that like you just pay a certain amount and it covers all the stuff that you lost that'd be cool yeah there's really yeah i thought it was pretty cool it, it doesn't solve the pay issue but it'll help financially though how many, how many people pull out of fights i mean it happens too much and no not i mean it doesn't happen a ton i mean it's but it's like a car accident yeah yeah i think it's good yeah <laughs> or just pay them more so no that of course that. that's the number one thing you should do but for now, yeah, it'd be good to have. Sure. Yeah. Is the other fights it? coming up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we went over the Woodley Paul fight. Uh -huh. You got UFC fight night, what, Saturday night? Yeah. So this is the card here. I won't see any of it till Sunday. So that's cool. The best fight on that card is Kevin Lee versus Daniel, Daniel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, that I can't shit. fucking wait for. Dustin Jacoby versus Darren Stewart's a great fight. That's on the prelims. Um, Rodov versus Mershart's good. But Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez mm. is a motherfucking fight. There's a PFL, but really not much going on here. My boy Chris Camozzi, Denver Great still fighting. Yeah, that's cool. Jason Knight. Guy named Brendan is fighting. That's great. <laughs> oh, Kevin just mentioned something. We had some breaking news. Where'd you read this at, Kev? I read off MMAfighting.com, and it was also reported by Errol Hawani. It's uh, Alstra Overeem versus Rico. Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Great freaking fight. 23rd for the title. Rico is a savage, and that's in glory, heavyweight. Mm -hmm. I will definitely watch that. October 23rd, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. All right, kids, we'll enjoy the big fight Sunday. Jake Paul, Woodley, there will be a Calabas fight companion. Again, it's me, Rampage Jackson, Brian Callen, and Josh Thompson for this Sunday night. Calabas fight companion only on the Thick Boy YouTube channel live on there. Then we'll be uploaded the next day or that night to the Thick Boy channel if you haven't seen it, if you don't want to watch it live. But we'll be doing it, doing the damn thing. Whiskey will be flowing. Liquid death will be drew consumed, and we'll have a grand old time. But I will be, I leave Thursday. I'm so excited. Uh, it's my favorite club in all of America. It's La Jolla Comedy Store. This Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Shows are damn near sold out. Some are sold out. Get tickets now. If we have to, we'll add another show Thursday night. That's this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, La Jolla, California Comedy Store. Then San Jose, California, September 9th through the 11th is San Jose Improv in San Jose, California. 
Headed on up to Silicon Valley. And then San Antonio, Texas, the big boy Bud Light Courtyard Event Center right outside AT&T Arena where the Spurs play. They're making your boy a special uh, San Antonio Spurs jersey. I can't wait. We have special thick boy gear for that San Antonio show too. Um, and that is September 24th, one show Friday night, September 25th, one show Saturday night. Me and the crew will be out in San Antonio, Texas. And Denver, Colorado, September 30th through October 2nd. That's Denver, Colorado. Mom, I'm coming home. That is at the Comedy Works downtown, Denver, Colorado, September 30th through the 2nd of October. But outside that, man, this week, I'll see you soon, San Diego, La Jolla Comedy Store. Get them. That's the show. Love you guys. Be nice to each other. I will see you next time.